Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 418. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinside. Yo. <laughs> Scary. And, and Tony Korkanakis. Talent always wins. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, welcome listeners, welcome viewers to 418 of the Gamecast. Uh, if you've watched the movie cast already, you'll know that we're going to be doing our top five best candies of all time or have fun with this episode halloween candies halloween candies halloween candies sorry it's a halloween episode we did our top list last year we did a definitive lists of our top movies so uh we felt in a top a top five games so we felt like let's do our uh candy list because that's fun so look for that today uh let's kick it off with what we've been up to guys game wise uh what have we been playing uh, i haven't gotten to play too much uh, it's with work i haven't gotten to play there and i finished up obviously um Tomb Raider last Tomb week, Raider. Uh, and you know I, I platinum Spider-Man, but I haven't gotten the DLC yet for that, so uh, not much for me to add. Um, Tony, what have you been playing? Uh, so real quick, before I get into that, I uh, just want to let people know that if they want to listen to our um, scariest horror movies oh, and yes. uh, games, it's um, episode number 366, so you Perfect. can go. We, we, didn't actually, we, did, we did the yeah. 13. Oh, yes. 13 is, yes. <laughs> so, yes, that was a good idea of us. See, yeah. we have good ideas sometimes. Yeah, we have good ideas sometimes. All right. um, for me, uh, I've been juggling a lot of different uh, things, uh, mostly the same stuff. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC, uh, Magic Arena, League of Legends, because Worlds got me super hyped. Uh, just talk a, bit, a little bit about that. Uh, this is the first time in a couple of years that a Korean team has not made it to the semifinals. Um mm-hmm. For uh, represent, man, come on. The glad all the, so uh, the the former number one team from like two years ago they didn't qualify, and the team that won last year didn't qualify. So it's just like, and there's I think there's uh, uh, one North American team and a couple European teams. So it's like this is like the year that anybody can take it. So it's mm-hmm. been really interesting to watch because everybody's just like you know blood in the water, like feeding frenzy right now. So it's. It's been absolutely crazy, so um, super hyped about that. But uh, yeah, just you These know those sports? usual games. Yeah, just use the usual games. Um, Overwatch uh, League is starting to get a bit exciting because they showed off uh, Atlanta Rain today, uh, so that'll be the name uh, of the new team going forward. So yeah, just uh, you know, getting hyped for the new. No offense, but Atlanta Rain sounds like a porn star. Yeah, I mean it's Atlanta, so <laughs> I feel like it's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, um, Mike, what are you even playing? Um. I'm still playing The Witcher. <laughs> uh, the uh, the the Hearts of Stone DLC. Um, that was I went through that and it was it's pretty good actually. Uh, definitely, a, it's like a darker take, and I, it was appropriate for this time of year. The big chunk of it is basically in a haunted mansion, and you also face an entity that's basically evil itself. So that was fun. Hmm. Um, okay. The other expansion is I'm into now, which is a uh, it's totally different. It's big. This is a totally new uh, area, and it's all big and bright and like nightly. It's it's a funny change of pace. So hmm. there's still a lot going on in that game for me, which is crazy that I've got this far. Yeah, but, I mean, I heard. I mean, the DLC won freaking awards. So, so yeah. Yeah. I think it was Blood and Wine that was like the yeah, Blood, yeah. Blood and Wine is the bigger expansion that I'm in the teeth of right now. So yeah, it's hmm. good. Nice, cool, cool. Uh, Corey, what have you been up to? Um, this is the usual stuff still. Yep. I, they, they all have like these live games have like Halloween stuff going on. So like Overwatch has got the Halloween thing going on. Uh, Destiny's got their Halloween thing going on. And on my phone, Dragalia Lost has a Halloween thing going on. 
So it's like, yeah, like these, like, I like that they're doing these events, and uh, that's kind of what it's I was like, thinking. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of thinking about when I was talking, like, I think our spoiler cast was Spider-Man, and just like, wouldn't it be awesome if you could go back to Spider-Man right now and have like a Halloween decked out in New York City? I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think that would be neat, and um, not necessarily have uh, like an online world that's living like that, but just like have events that come out during seasonal times like that. Yeah. That'd be neat. Yeah, so, um, I do like that. And I think that this season with Destiny, they did a fantastic job with the Halloween stuff. They took a mode that everyone hated, or an, uh, a section of the game that everyone hated. Uh-oh. And they made it like a haunted thing. Okay. <laughs> so it's, uh, actually, we're able to make something that was pretty awful into something that was worth playing. So cool. Good for them. All right. Uh, okay. Let's uh, let's get into the news. Um, let's see here. Leading it off, we've got what is this PlayStation World lineup? Is this from the delay of Days Gone? Is this what we're really highlighting here, Tony? You posted uh, that. Article. Sorry, let me. Sorry, is like world lineup the studios release lineup? The next wave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty much just empty. Well, the del- I mean, they don't have much, and Days Gone got delayed again for those one days. Yep, Days Gone um, got so. right, right. That that was the main point that yeah. I, I was looking at. Days Gone de- delayed again. Um, it is weird because th- this is the first time that the, um, I think Sony's actually said specifically that due to like just the competitive nature of that release window, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And maybe you know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I think maybe it shows a little bit of um, their. Uh, less than 100% confidence in that title because um, mm. I, I think we could all agree out of Sony's first party lineup over the past generation of PlayStation 4, this has to be the weakest looking exclusive. I think we could I think so. That, right? oh, yeah. I think yeah. It, just, it just looks too much like the other games. Right. It doesn't stand out as much. I think it's got some interesting ideas. It just mm-hmm. doesn't see how it comes together, but I don't know. It just it seems very generic is the problem. Yeah. 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 Um, but um, well, I was just gonna ask you guys: Can you like when was it supposed to come out, and when is it coming out now? It's uh, was supposed to be February. It was February with the massive February games, and then it's now April twenty sixth, I think. Yeah. yeah I think that's good for them. Yeah. It's not huge. Yeah. But I, I have, I'm only a PlayStation Four owner, and I really could not care less about this game. Yeah. Yeah, there I you go. No interest in it whatsoever. Yeah, it's like Mr. Generic, yeah, like, main character, like, Mr. Like generic zombie. Everything. Wait, the setting is just like mm-hmm. the game would have to come out and get like you know ninety five plus Metacritic. Everybody be like mm-hmm. game of the year. That then I'd be like, all right, yeah, I guess I gotta check this out. It, yeah, like uh, anything lower than that, and I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Like I don't need another zombie game right now. Like, yeah, unless it's Left 4 Dead three, then I take everything back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move into VR news, uh, Tony. We talked about this real quick this morning. I missed I missed the first article you posted, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I saw the second one. So, uh, first of all, the Oculus VR co-founder Brendan uh, Uribe mm-hmm. uh, leaves the company. He's taking a break from that. Uh, not good for Oculus, I guess. Uh, I was like, ah, you know, that's not bad because they had AstroBot come out, which everybody's been raving about. I'm like, it's not bad at all. But then the article you posted before with the quote from the CEO is you can't build a business on current VR. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing. Um, so like there's people closing down, it's not making money. Right. Yeah. I mean, so this is, um, uh, they, they, right. Like you just said, they, uh, closed down an entire studio that they had built up for virtual reality. Um, it wasn't just like a small time, like indie type thing either. It was uh, E Valkyrie, which is like um, oh yeah, yeah, spin off of uh, the hugely popular MMO Eve. So like that out of everything should have been able to do well, and they're just like, oh. And then he, uh, who is it? The um, 
president? Uh, no, no, the CEO. Uh, yeah, it was the CEO. Yeah. yeah, Helmer Peterson has actually come out and said, we expected VR to be two to three times as big as it was, period. You can't build a business on that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he goes, uh, was it a surprise? Maybe, but the picture was filling in that there would be not be a way to continue with VR as heavily as uh, they were. He stressed there's no regrets about it, but he says, if it does take off, and I mean if, we'll reassess. <laughs> the important thing is we need to see the metrics for active users of VR. A lot of people bought headsets just to try it out. How many of those people are active? We found that in terms of our data, a lot of users were not. So, I bought one and I traded it in, so I'm no longer an active user. So. Right, exactly. Exactly. It's Wii motion controls. It's uh, guitar peripheral games. That's it's, where it is. I think mean, it's even worse than that because at least Wii was accessible for at least three or four years. Guitar Hero. Uh, guitar Hero. Rock Band. Rock Band was huge forever. Yeah. I mean, VR. but it's just hard for the average user to like. There's not enough space for it. Justify all that in there without. It's not easily accessible any. either. It's a high like it's, barrier to entry. Yeah, you either have to have a really good rig, or you're buying like a PlayStation. Your grandparents then, aren't going to be doing it as easily. As, right, exactly. Like, Wii. Right, exactly. Yeah. We was like, hey, two hundred fifty bucks, you got Wii bowling. There you go. Yeah, you got yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's not, it's not good for VR. Uh, let's see what else we have. Oh, we have a lot of Rockstar news actually, because they had uh, Kotaku reported a couple of things. First one was last week's news was the small time retailers would not be getting. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 to sell in their stores, and they weren't notified this until like last week. So yeah. a lot of them have been uh, promoting, promoting this yeah. and getting special things for it, and spent like what some of them spent thirty three hundred dollars, yeah, yeah uh, to, for this launch event. And now they find out they're not getting the game at launch to allocate <laughs> to bigger chain stores. Yeah. Uh, and not so even for like I think another week or two. Like yeah, no, it's, it's pretty yeah. significant. Not it's significant. Like a day or two. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah, that's bad news. Then we also had the 100 plus hour work week news come out today about uh, Rockstar, where they've confirmed a lot of employees from Jason Schreier's investigation uh, was that they've been working mandatory 100 hour work weeks. Mandatory. Was, was that it, or was it just overtime? Overtime week. So it's like a weekend, two weekends a month, or started, mandatory weekend. It started three nights a week, and then it got ramped up to almost every day. Right. Yeah, so 12 days in a row, you were working at sometimes. I know that was a quote straight from the. But it was all. Employees. It was mostly quality testers, quality assurance testers. Well, no, no, no that, that's so. <laughs> that's HR. They were talking. So about, here's like, did you guys read the full article? Because that was a long article. No, uh, I think it's read <laughs> okay. the whole article. No. All right, just making sure because we're going back into discussion. I, I want to make sure you guys read the, the whole article. So yes, there is a segment specifically talking about QA. Uh, QA is obviously the biggest hit for Crunch because the uh, you know you can't ship a game with game breaking bugs. Like you're not even going to pass. The, the Sony, yeah. the, the Microsoft, the Nintendo checks that say you're allowed to release this game because if it breaks a system, we don't want that backlash. Um, so QA is obviously the number one biggest uh, offender in terms of crunch. Uh, but they have been working uh, crunch mode uh, since August 2017. So you're talking over an entire year of mandatory overtime. And yes, it did ramp up uh, starting from you know an additional uh, four to eight hours up to like, I think they're talking 60 to 80 now. Uh, so yeah, it seems like nobody has fully come out and said 100 hour weeks, but I mean, you're talking 60, 70, 80. I mean, it's, yeah, it's still, a lot of hours. Still pretty it's pretty fucking terrible. Too. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's mandatory OT, like uh, where you know if you didn't work one day, then you'd have to make that up the week after. Right. Like if you didn't work the overtime on the like a Sunday, you would have to go and definitely work the Sunday after that. There's no question. Right. And they and it got to the point where like you got one day off a week, and if you mm -hmm. want like a full weekend just to like 
enjoy yes. like a, just a regular weekend or go to a, a, a wedding or something like that. It's like, well, next week you have to make it up by working Sunday. So it's like you're working 12 days in a row without. Yes. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's a super so. shitty. And that's just, that was just QA. Uh, I mean, uh, again, I encourage everybody to read that full article. It is lengthy. Like I said, yes. it would take you some I time. I couldn't read it because no, no, it's I, Kotaku yeah, and I can't it, watch that. I can't get to there at work. Right. So. Right. No, I, I have wanted to understand, but it's, it's a very interesting read. Uh, so yes, it doesn't seem like anybody. Jason Schreier puts out some of the best stuff. Right. But so there's some, some really alarming things there. So uh, it was kind of interesting in how it happened because he was investigating this before the interview with um, Vulture or Variety or whatever. Yeah. Or, I think know, it was Vulture. Uh, yeah. Uh, came out. Uh, but, he had actually been invited uh, to go to Rockstar to talk to people, employees. So they sat him in a room with the head of PR there, sitting in the room with him, and they were doing all these video conferences with people from all the other Rockstar studios, and he was you know, able to ask them any questions he wanted. And they're like, see, everything's great. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, no offense, but like, I can't really take everything at face value when they know you're here in the room with me. Uh, you know, Nobody's going to give me their honest opinion and they like seem surprised at that and it's like really like uh you, you know that's, that's why you have an work. hr person there so you, the people like don't say the wrong thing <laughs> right 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 i understand it but it's still like, no I mean, that's like that's why like why would they be surprised about that yes yeah. right exactly and it's uh you know the other big takeaways for me is that is a culture uh that is bred on fear uh, or abuse where it's just like, hey, if you aren't working until 7 or 8 p.m. every night, you're letting everybody else down. And it was one of those things where like people would notice that. And uh, actually, they said they had a chart where if anybody put in under 60 hours, they would have in red under the chart under. So it was just like one of those things where it's like, well, that's weird. Like It's weird that they would come out and say, well, nobody was forced to work hard, but right if we keep track of everything and that's tied to your performance review interviews if we're renewing your contract etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. like i said it didn't seem all bad because there were some people that are like nope i've never experienced this in my life i don't know what you know those reports talk about but other people it was interesting some people were afraid to even come out like anonymous they're like everything has to be anonymous like blah 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 like we're scared for everything this is like it's interesting mm. interesting Yep, uh, it's bad. I mean, it's hopefully this gonna be the best selling game. That's yep. most talked about. Oh, absolutely, game. it will be. Yeah, one hundred percent, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see if this actually opens up new light on it as it goes. And that's the thing, but, that, right? And that's you need the a catalyst that, is what we've talked about already. Right, it's exactly. like you need something to yes. trigger a movement, be it Colin Kaepernick or yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yep. all right, uh, NPD. Last bit of news we have is NPD released their uh, their top twenty list um, of games, and I'm very happy with the top ten. I like it a lot. Let's just <laughs> cover the top ten. Um, yeah, so it's an awesome top ten actually because we have NHL, we have uh, Super Mario Party, which I heard is actually a really fun game for the Mario Party series. Oh, um, I'm sorry, I did forget to talk about that. That's that also yes, really... yes, go on. So real quick, I'll just interrupt. So yeah, I got to try out one game with my neighbor, uh, two player mode. We we had two computer. Um, and I will say uh, it's more classic than it's ever been in a long time, probably since the yeah. GameCube days, like, you know, 6, 7 like or something. Classic Hateful? Oh, cl oh so oh, Classic good. Hateful. Oh, all good. Right. Okay. So, so, Jim, you'll, you'll get the most appreciated out of all this. So, uh, again, it's me and my neighbor, and we're both, you know, uh, gamers and stuff like that. And we have two computers that are just up to the normal difficulty. Mm -hmm. and we only did, like, 10 rounds. And um, so they, they definitely changed the formula up a little bit. So to get a star, you don't need 20 coins anymore. You only need 10. Oh. Um, 
because they want to be a little bit faster paced. Yes. So, you know how it gets to like the last three turns or whatever, and they're like, hey, we're going to do here. a small interruption and do a prediction, blah, yeah. blah, blah, and this and the other thing. So it comes out, and they're like, all right, Wario is in last place, but we're going to predict him to win the game. And we're just like, he has zero stars. We both have like two and stuff like that, whatnot. The game goes, and like, um, there's an item that warps you directly in front of the star, so he gets warped directly in front of the star, but like, oh, oh he only has like eight coins, so he can't buy this uh, as long as we don't let him win the mini game. Uh, then I go and I land on a space that just like the Bowser space. And it's yeah. like, ah, oh, give uh, 20 coins to everybody. I'm just like, huh. It wasn't a stage. Yeah, it wasn't a stage at all. Uh, and then uh, there was a bonus, uh, you know, obviously a bonus star or two at the end. And I, I think they made up a new category. And I was like, what is that? Like, what is that bonus? Because you're like, there oh, always was coins. bullshit stars. Yeah. It's like, we feel bar- sorry for you. Yeah. Here's, a star. Here's a star. But like, yeah. this one is completely new. I was like, that it, that's a super pity star. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, in in the short, uh, Wario wound up winning the match, and I, we were just like both pissed off. But uh, as far as the actual game goes, it's fun. A little light on the boards if you're interested in boards. I think there's only four. But in terms of um, the mini game and stuff, all those are really fun. Um, I think it strikes a nice balance between the Wii days and the GameCube days, where it's like with the Wii ones, it was all like 100% motion controls. And it was just kind of gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this, you hold it sideways because you can only use Joy Cons. That's the one weird thing about it. Uh, you can only hold it sideways. Uh, but there are games that, you know, it's traditional like move the analog stick and press buttons. There are some where it's like, you know, more motion oriented. There's ones where, um, I forget if you guys uh, have seen those puzzles where like it's two pieces and it forms a cube. So like mm-hmm. you have to like turn yeah. the pieces. In a two v two, like there's one, like you know you control one, your partner controls the other, so you have to get to match and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really fun. Cool. Looking forward to playing uh, four play again. But yeah, there you go. Cool. Quick intermission. Uh, so we had NHL, we had Mario Party, um, we have uh, Destiny two at eight, uh, we have Forza Horizon four at seven, yeah. uh, which is impressive. Much. And I want to say like that right there proves like this subscription model from Microsoft is doing them good because not only did they get number seven in sales on a game that is for free if you have game pass but they still have their game pass subscriptions which have gone up yep. massively absolutely and uh quick note by the mpd said that uh forza horizon 4 achieved the highest launch month dollar sales in forza franchise history and the biggest launch for a racing game on any xbox platform in history so so wow uh yeah <laughs> game pass is clearly a good idea and hopefully we get more subscription models as we go forward for um like N- nintendo and and uh mm-hmm. sony uh madden at six Obviously, uh, all the sports are going to be up there. Uh, we have Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which I'm actually shocked to see on this list as well. Yeah. Uh, at five, that yep. um, sold pretty well. Uh, it went on sale pretty quickly, but that's that's not bad. Well, um, people are saying good things about it, though, other than you. It wasn't like... <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's, it's <laughs> what I thought of the game. It's it's what I thought of the game. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it did reviewed well. So it did. Yeah. MPD's note for that was uh, it achieved the second highest launch month dollar sales for the franchise after Tomb Raider 2013. So yeah. it's up from um, yeah, the, the exclusive or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. yeah so Rise. obviously we can all see now that the exclusivity thing was a bad deal. Which sure. Sorry, mm-hmm. I said you know back in the yeah. day. So. All right. Well, FIFA 19 at four. Odyssey is at three. Another premier game this month uh, sold very Hold well. On. Yeah, there's a note for Assassin's both of those. Odyssey. Okay, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so FIFA 19 has the hope biggest opening since FIFA 16, so in three mm. years. Um, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, outdoes Origins double digit percentage dollar sales growth when compared to the launch of Assassin's Creed Origins a year ago. Wow. So yeah, I guess people do want Assassin's Creed every year, as we were talking <laughs> on Discord. <laughs> it's weird. It also helps like if it's an interesting like setting. Yeah. 
city. I mean, I thought Egypt was pretty interesting too, but. Well, it was. It was. Yeah. This is interesting too. Hey, maybe those new God of War, you know, users looking for a little bit more, you know, Greek mythology. Yeah. NBA, NBA 2K19 is at two. Yeah. Which is expected. Selling sports games since the NPD group began tracking the industry in 1995. NBA 2K19 represents the biggest launch of any game in the NBA 2K franchise. Is now the best-selling sports game of 2018 year to date, and, and wow. it's funny because if you ask anyone who seems mm-hmm. to play the game, they'll be like, "Oh, 2K is trash," and they hate the microtransactions. But there it so is. Buy it. There it is. We'll still <laughs> buy it, and that's why they're in the game. And I and, did not, I did not buy 2K19. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah I, oh, I don't yeah, know. You'll, you'll get it. I, I don't you'll know if get, I'm it. get it. But like I, I did not get it this year so You'll far because I'm just too busy with other games that I care about more. This game is going to be a discounted Black Friday deal. You'll get it. It's Christmas. A possibility. Uh, <laughs> number one, the exclusive Sony's uh, and Marvel's Spider-Man. Uh, yes. <laughs> so there's a lot of bullet points for this one, boys. Let me just go ahead. Get through it. Ahead. Marvel Spider, and this is all per NPD, so it's not yeah. me. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man achieved the highest launch month dollar sales for any PlayStation exclusive in history. And is the seventh largest launch ever achieved by any game on any PlayStation platform. So that one right there is fucking impressive. Goes on to say, uh, Spider-Man generated higher dollar sales in its launch than any other game this year, and currently ranks as the third best-selling game of 2018 and the number eight best-selling game over the last 12 months. Wow. Uh, Spider-Man achieved launch month sales 37% higher than the combined launch month sales of all other Spider-Man games. Since, uh, released since the NPD group began tracking in 1995. So, nice. yeah, fucking massive. Single really? player games. <laughs> Still alive. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's huge. That's good. Oh, wow. Uh, anything <laughs> on this list that outside of the top 10 that should be of note? Uh, let me see I didn't here. see. Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, so, so number... <laughs> yeah, so number a good of... friend over there. Nope, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. What? Go on, Tony. So, uh, number 11 for the month, uh, just narrowly missing out the top 10, was Dragon Quest Eleven, which is a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Yeah. So that's, that's, I think, a little mm-hmm. noteworthy. Um, uh, Naruto game charted. That, number no, Naruto. No. Crash Bandicoot charted. What was that, Corey? No, I was saying um, it, was, uh, it came out, Dragon Quest came out September 4th, I think. So yeah, yeah. Beginning so of the month. Yeah, beginning of the month. Um, uh, Sonardo was number 15. Um, some Nintendo Evergreens are still holding up strong. Yeah. Mario Kart 8, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, Legend of Zelda. Uh, Crash is at number 17. Probably Crash being there is shocking. Other. Well, yeah. I think the other platforms launched that, right? Or Nintendo, I think, maybe a month Did they launched. have that on the Switch? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, and number 20 is Minecraft. Uh, yeah. The one thing that was not revealed in the official report, but Matt uh, Piscatella in the uh, sales era Discord chat revealed that Mega Man 11, uh, with only, like, I think four days of sales, managed to, if it was listed, it would be number 22 for the month. So it just missed the top mm-hmm. 20 there. Um, yeah. So hopefully successful enough for them to continue yeah. with the Mega Man 12. <laughs> hopefully. All right. Let's get into our top five best <laughs> Halloween candies uh, of all time. So we'll do a consensus list here. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, if you listen to the movie cast, you know we did our top five worst and we made a consensus list. So we had some fun with that. I think this one's going to kick us off with some fun as well because <laughs> what was our number? Where did this show up again? 
my number five happened to be our number three top worst candy of all time uh, at Smarties is my number five top best candy at Halloween. I love Smarties. I'm sorry, I do. And I talked about bad texture and stuff before, but for some reason, I always loved like just throwing the entire wrapper wrap down my like just chewing on the whole thing at the same time as i was a kid i would like they would be a great warm-up candy for me uh and i just loved having the Wait, different I, know, right. I think they're right yeah. you, would, you would have the smarties with the wrapper on and then no i'd open the wrapper and just throw it like the whole thing like you know what i mean like oh god yeah yeah i would the whole mix uh so i do the whole smorgasbord of flavors in the one wrapper and i, I just love them i always associate them with halloween i don't know i just always and i i immediately had that on my list originally and i'm like and i knew that it somebody else was i knew one person was gonna have on their negative that was tony <laughs> so i was like i didn't know we we're gonna get two votes for that but uh maybe my top five uh tony what was your five uh peanut m ms so oh, yes. uh so i'll just yeah. say the best before, the best M&Ms, which yes, is funny because i don't like peanut butter <laughs> yeah that's true, that's true. This, yeah. Is peanut. this is peanut i didn't say peanut butter m ms those no, are I know. Awesome, right? yeah yes um so the thing is uh Regular M&M's narrowly missed out my worst candies list because I actually hate regular M&M's. Like plain old regular M&M's. I don't know. It's just what? It's on my list. It's coming up. I just find it strange that you, the difference between peanut and regular M&M's is so great for you. It is. It's, it's, uh, it is actually. I agree with that because I, I think that there's no point in buying regular M&M's. But why? Right. I think they taste very good. There's no, something about just having some milk chocolate in a mean, hard candy shell. They're okay. I understand that. Like they're they're okay. I like M&M's, but they're not they're not substantial. Like a peanut M&M, that's substantial. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like a handful of M&M's, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I'm eating shitty chocolate. Peanut M&M's, I'm like, all right, get a little shitty chocolate with the, at least a peanut inside and stuff like that. It's, it's a bit more grit to it. The and size is a little See, here, good combo. Wait, okay. no, wait a minute, though. I will tell you this. The good mix of that is to actually have a few regular M&M's with one peanut M&M, and you get a little bit more chocolate with the, uh, with the, I just, I, that's, that's my mix. That's my mix. That's my mix. That's a big no for me, dog. It's a, it's a chocolate. It's, a, it's about the chocolate. They've already done it. No, it's about the chocolate, man. This, this is about the chocolate. You I will say that, that the normally yellow uh, wrappers helps for the, the Halloween-ness. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, um, Mike, number five. Uh, my number five, I'm going to go with the Crunch Bar. Yeah. And mm. it's just... As a kid, it's, it would have yeah, made my list. Yeah. It's just like... Most of the other things I'm going to mention are going to a little crunch more Crunch or crackle? No, crunch. I don't know. <laughs> no, because crunch is superior. Crunch is superior. It's, it's, just, it's almost like a chocolate candy bar palate cleanser. It's just like there's, nothing, <laughs> there's not Sorry. that much going on with it. <laughs> but, you know, it's solid. It's harder. It has the crunch. It has the texture. There's no, nothing. There's crispies in there. Yeah. yeah. So it's, there's nothing crazy going on, but I think it complements other candy bars as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, Crunch is my number five. Okay. All right, uh, Corey? Mike's going to hate my number five because my number five is Tootsie Pops. Because uh, I love Tootsie Rolls. And if you got a lollipop with a Tootsie Roll in it, it's even better. So no, it's a lollipop <laughs> with a hook of shit in it. See, like, that surprises my... you. I almost put a blow, <laughs> blow Pops used to be on mine. Wait for it. Smarties beat out Blow Pops for number five. So, okay, so Corey, I have a question for you. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? I have no idea. The world may never. <laughs> no. You remember that commercial though? Yeah, I remember. No, the I world may never. Know. The owl? Okay, yeah, the owl. That's iconic. Iconic. Yes, it is a iconic commercial. It's absolutely, and the artwork is iconic. Yeah, right. I, I mean, like I said, I like Tootsie Rolls, but Tootsie Pops actually, I think, are better because like that candy 
But it doesn't go with the chocolate at the end. It's like it never mixed well. It's not actual chocolate. It's chocolate flavored. It's just it's bad. Like chocolate flavored rubber. Yes. Yeah. I don't like I don't like gum like with candy. Like I don't want gum and candy. But gum is still fruity like But gum is like fruity like candy in your gum, dude. But that's part of the flavor. It's part of the flavor. I mean, you just chew that up. It's like goes with the sugar. Like to me, into it. The thing that made me hate Tootsie Roll pops the most is thinking they were blow pops and then like <laughs> not yes. getting no, and getting the fact and getting that, so that different from blow pops is what makes them good yes they're the same thing it's just a different thing in the middle i'm Something with you Corey. Good. team tootsie pops yeah. yeah all right uh so that's our fives number four for me it's just here we go regular plain old m&ms regular mm. M&M. See that's that's not festive enough for me for Halloween. What you, it's iconic. It, what M and M is an iconic Halloween candy, it and is. it's it's in your grandmother's dish every time you should come over. It's in there for what? like every holiday actually, but I, yeah. I always associate those little fun size M and M's is what really is the first fun size packet of the candy you can bag? think of. Yeah, the brown bag. Bag all the way. No, you could think the first iconic fun size thing I think of is the brown bag of M and M's, and that's for me. It's like I I, I do like a, I will say I mean, that I can't eat too many of them, but I do love just regular M and M's. Like if I have yeah. what? Go on, go on. You think you can like, down more at peanut M&M's, is that what you're saying? You well, know, yeah, but I mean, just from even just a packaging standpoint, marketing, like, you look at peanut M&M's, and it's bright yellow, like, attractive with the colors and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and you take that same logo, and it's, like, on fucking dark brown packaging. It's like, look, I get it's chocolate, but, like, you couldn't make this, like, another color, like, blue or red or orange. But to they like, have them on it. Flavors now. They have them on it. So I don't know. I, I have nothing against M and M's. If I did, I might get evicted from where I live. Yeah, you do live across the street. But, <laughs> but I just, I just think they're a little plain for a Halloween candy. That's all. They yeah. have plain in the name. Plain yeah, M and M's. Yeah. Fucking basic, Jim. Milk basic. chocolate bar. Hang on. Whatever. We'll see about basic in just a second. When we get to the threes and twos and ones, uh, Tony, what's your number four? It's gotta break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Yep, that's a good number one. four. Just that's fucking the the great, great. that chocolate. So that actually, I want to go into a little bit of chocolate trivia. So uh, in the Amer- North Americas, Kit Kat is distributed and produced by um, Hershey, yeah. but everywhere else in the world, it's uh, produced by Nestle, and they use different chocolate bodies because of different companies. Really? So if you have European Kit Kat or uh, Asian Kit Kats. Oh, dude, there's so many fucking and they have so many flavors, too. Oh, Kit yeah. Kats. Like, yeah. Japan goes nuts with Kit Kats. Like, wow. Uh, next time you're in, like, um, Wagon, sometimes I carry around Wagon, I think, but if you're ever in, like, an Asian, like, district. Yeah, like, the Asian supermarkets like, usually have a bunch of Yeah. Them. Oh, cool. God, there's so much better. I'll check so them out. I, I, but, I mean, I love even American Kit Kat. It's just, yeah, like, me too. The perfect yeah. blend of, I say, like, a, you know, semi-soft chocolate or semi-hard, whatever you want to call it, uh, and the wafers, like, the crisp consistent like just like a yeah. crisp cat like just i used to delightful, um, delightful. i would eat them differently than most people i would eat the oh, chocolate just, uh, just like no. you're smart where you suck them down i would eat the i would <laughs> eat the two ends on the first part of the kit kat the biggest part of the chocolate and then i would eat the sides of the chocolate and the chocolate <laughs> and then i would actually take the first layer of the wafer off and eat that part and then go layer by layer down interesting uh, yeah yeah, I would for, deconstruct so, the Kit Kat. Yeah, so for me, like, it, it's interesting because, like, I, I feel like I eat Kit Kats uh, depending on my mood. So, like, I'm feeling like, I don't know, I don't want to say, like, classy, but, like, um, just, like, feeling, like, regular. I'll be like, oh, you know what, I'll, I'll break it off on a piece and I'll enjoy it at a piece. But I'm, like, I don't know, like, moody or just, like, whatever. King, like, it's, like, like it's take a bite out or just, like, whatever. Like, bar. 
You're all getting deheaded right now. Like, <laughs> bite their heads off. Like, all right. I always think about Andy now from the office when they break me off a piece of that. Fancy feast. Fancy. Is he sure that's what it is? Fancy feast. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, that's good. All right, Mike. What's your number four? Um, I'm gonna go with Twix. Twix, nice. Ooh, Twix. This is gonna be interesting. These lists. This is gonna show up on a lot of people's lists. I think. I mean, so. Twix is just a <laughs> all-around salad really candy good. bar. Yeah. I mean, it's got the caramel. It's got the crunch. Good. The nougat. Good chocolate in them. I mean, it's not like it doesn't blow you away with anything, but no. I I think it's a good salad all-around candy bar. So I like it. And I, for some reason, on, you know what's crazy about the the way we were mixing this with Halloween. I really like the fun size Twix more than the regular Twix bars. I think it's like I don't know smaller. if I ever had a regular Twix bar. Yeah, like I've only that's had what I mean. Smaller ones. The smaller ones are the best ratio of everything. I think. I think if you have a whole Twix bar, you get a little bit too much Twix. It's like you know? a single bite in, in one of the wrapper. Yeah, yeah. Well, for it, it, like the full size of most candy bars is too much of that candy normally. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's true. All right, Corey, what's your four? Um. Well, my four is the. Candy corn pumpkins because they are different than the candy corn. Uh, they have a different flavor, so uh, and texture, and obviously shape. But um, yeah, the pumpkins are my number four. I do, uh, I do like the candy corn. All right, moving Fan on. It sounds it's more like a number two to me. Flavor actually different. I think it's more the texture and stuff that make it seem like it tastes differently, but I, I do think they have a different flavor. A little bit. We can continue, but I, I need to Google this now because I'm... I just, I don't see, I just don't, I don't, uh, or I, I don't have anything. I, I wow. <laughs> I, all right, where were we? What, what number are we on? <laughs> three? Where, that was four. That was your four? Yeah, that was four. Let me finish right. four there. That was number, th- number three for mm-hmm. me is Twix. Okay. Uh, as I mentioned, I like the candy size of them. Classic Halloween candy. Uh, I think it's awesome. Good nougat. As we mentioned in the other good podcast, nougat. <laughs> good nougat. Uh, so I, I like that the whole thing. So uh, Tony, what's your number three? Same thing. It's got to go with that Twix. Whoa, uh, look at this. Cooking chocolate caramel uh, ratio. Like it's perfect ratio. Yeah. I think if any one of it were just slightly off, I think the whole thing would just like not be as it's good. It's got left Twix though. It's, like, it's all about mm. the left one. Uh, I hate that marketing. It's like left Twix, right? Twix. It's, it's all about how you open it from the package, or you know, again, like maybe it's this thing. I just eat both of them at the same time. Just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like but, uh, yeah, and you know what? I'll say Twix is one of the rare ones where even the offshoots. Like I think, um, I think the only one I've seen these days is the peanut butter Twix. Yeah, that's, that's delicious as well. And ice cream Twix, those are fun. Ice cream Twix are good. Yeah, you can free. I mean, freezing Twixes are good too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mike, number three. Mine is Kit Kat. <laughs> nice. Um, again, it's going to be a tough list to decipher. Kit Kat, I like it for the same reasons I like Crunch pretty much, but it's also just, I think it's a little better. Like, mm-hmm. I would agree. Higher your list, Mike. It a little better. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Yeah, I agree with that. Corey? My number three is Skittles. Nice. Mm-hmm. Skittles yeah, just Skittles. missed my top five. It, just, it did, yeah. yeah. I think like Halloween um, candies is like, when you get those little bags of like small candies, like M and M's, peanut M and M's, and like Skittles, obviously, like I was, I just like went for the Skittles, and I don't know, I think that um, there's just the fruitiness of them, I guess, is like you got the chocolate with the candy bars and stuff. Yeah. I just like that as like a, a, a something different. Right, 
right, right. to go with the reference. Stuff like Skittles is definitely top tier. Now, the one thing I will say is as a kid, I enjoyed Skittles even more because I forget what year they fucking did it, but they replaced lime as the green yeah. color flavor with fucking green oh, apple. Oh, God, yeah, that was a bad idea. Why that would anyone want that? No, it's bad. everything off. Dude, just, I, used to, I, mean, I would love that. I just like, get one of every color and just throw it in my mouth to get that. Yeah. 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 This is the thing. But, this is my issue with this. Some of the flavors suck. So, no, but if you mix them all together, great. Except for the k- fucking candy apple, that was then, terrible. And if <laughs> you're apple. really trying to enjoy green them, apple, gonna, sorry, uh, fucking candy apple, suck on them a while, and that's not conducive to the rest of your Halloween night. I don't yeah. think mm-hmm. to suck on one candy for so long. Nah, you can <laughs> chew them; they're fine. Then you're missing out on half the flavor. Right, so that is a good uh, texture too. I like the texture of them; like they kind of yeah, they're chewy, but they also kind of melty. Yes, they're still yeah, they so. still yeah they don't get. Mm-hmm. All right, number two for me is the Kit Kat bar. <laughs> Kit Kat is getting high Kit Kat up was there. Like right outside of mine, so it's not going to show up on my list. Unfortunately, oh, okay. guys, uh, uh, four way. Oh, uh, all right, Tony, what's your number two? Mine's got to be Snickers. Fucking Snickers again. Like it's just one of those things. Where it's it's my like, number two as well. Awesome. Awesome. Wow, we're Snickers bros, but also my number two. Nice. <laughs> it's a triple threat. Uh, but on, yeah, like, nope, you know, didn't make my list. Snickers didn't make my list. But fucking plain M Ms. You yes, I like plain M and M's. We'd rather have a bag of M and M's than a fucking Snickers bar. Yes, you heathen. Disgusting. Anyway, Snickers uh, again. Just the a perfect ratio and like combination. And the sweet of, and the salty. Right, the sweet, the salty. Nougat is good. Yep. Uh, chocolate is good. The peanuts good. Like mm-hmm. caramel, it's just so good. It and even it has that little textures. texture on the bottom. Yeah, the texture on the bottom. I love that pattern. I don't know why it's just, it just adds yeah. something. Yeah. Um, but above all else, like I feel like out of all the candy bars, like it, it is so stupid because it's it's purely marketing. But like that, like hey dude, like you're hungry, eat a Snickers. That is one of the few candy bars where I like. You know what? This is very satisfying and filling to eat. Like yeah. I could eat a Snickers bar and be like, oh, you, you know what? Actually, the mm-hmm. only candy bar I buy outside of Halloween. Okay. Yeah, and and that's almost why I have it on at two instead of one for me because I ha- I'll have a Snickers occasionally. Not that's why. Halloween that's why I didn't I really like make it. it didn't make my list because this was for Halloween candy. I was like, I, I mean, associate it, these I, other things more for Halloween. I still think it's an essential part of a Halloween like yeah. candy yeah. thing, but uh, it probably lost it number one because I've had it outside of Halloween too yeah. much. Now yeah. the one thing I will say about Snickers, <clears throat> so I like the regular size bar, and you know you're lucky if you got a couple of those uh, for mm-hmm. Halloween. Uh, and I don't mind the fun size, but when you get to the mini size, I think it's just a cock tease. Like, yeah, I think it's, a it's just like, it's like yeah. one little The ratio is off. The ratio is off. Right? Yes. It is. Yeah. Thank you. The ratio is off. Like, I just get like one bite of it. And I'm like, I want more. Like, and like, the thing well, is, a lot of those minis couple. don't work. A lot of the minis don't yeah, work. Don't. Yeah. So, the Musketeers, Jim. Perfect <laughs> ratio. <laughs> yeah, the garbage is the perfect ratio for that. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're at number one now, aren't we? Yep. Well, what's your number two, Jim? Oh, you That's did Kit Kat. Yeah, Kit Kat. Number one for me is obviously the peanut butter cup, the Reese's. That's my number one as well. Yeah, it's got to be there for me. I knew that to begin with, and it's like the most popular candy at Halloween in, in you got America. Peanut on my chocolate. You got chocolate on the peanut yeah. butter. Officer, this is all <laughs> from <the> Reese's. <laughs> now, <laughs> to me, peanut butter cups are too mushy in the middle. Oh, my yeah. God. There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's, man. Then it's. Then it's uh, too melty. The temperature, uh, room yeah, temperature. I mean, uh, throw them the freezer. If, if, again, if, you can no. have those frozen. They're great frozen. I know, but you're not getting that handed out to you on Halloween. <laughs> no, like but, but, I, but I used to throw them in there when I was a yeah, kid. But, you uh, can throw it when you yeah. eat it. Yeah. 
Not as a kid, kid. No, no, I just want to throw everything, everything in your mouth. <laughs> well, that's just your problem. I don't know that, man. But you could down. still eat the Reese's. Like, you could eat all the chocolate away and eat the peanut butter. Oh, my God. God. What is with you in these weird ways to eat these things? <laughs> first of all, there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. <laughs> that, no, uh, you found the wrong way, and that was it. Thank you for naturally working <laughs> that into the conversation. But that A+. Plus. Thank you. Thank that's, you. that's the title of this podcast, by the way. <laughs> Uh, so uh, it is better refrigerated. I'll admit that. But for me, it, it stayed out of my top uh, five just because I don't I don't like the consistency of it. Once right, you well, get, you guys could up. we're talking about we're talking about our yeah. number ones. You guys yeah. could talk well, about well, that. So what is your I, thing? I love this. I mean, this is like the iconic Halloween candy. Absolutely, one hundred percent iconic. Yes. The iconic Halloween candy, uh, and it's like I just love. I mean, I'm a I'm a peanut butter fan. Uh, I'm a chocolate fan. It's a marriage of all flavors that I love. So yeah. uh, it's perfect for me. Yeah, but. absolutely. I will uh, 100% agree with you on that because it's also my number one. Uh, but everything about Reese's is perfect. So you, if you want to talk about the candy, we can talk about it. The chocolate to peanut butter ratio is perfect. Uh, and is one, this is one of those rare candies where like the um, actual like seasonal version of the thing, like where they're like, oh, pumpkin Reese's or like Christmas tree Reese's or like Valentine's Reese's. like. The, the ratio is off, so like I enjoy it because mm-hmm. it's like a little bit different, but you know to spice it up. Um, but you want to talk about the packaging? I mean, that logo, like the iconic orange and the the I think it's yellow lettering, stuff like that, mm-hmm. hasn't changed since I was a kid. So I mean, it's persisted yeah. throughout the ages. Um, and honestly, like like Jim just said, like chocolate peanut butter go so well together. And anytime somebody's like, ah, it's just like uh, you know peanut butter and jelly, I'm like, get that shit out of here. It's peanut butter and chocolate, motherfucker. That is the true. One yeah. pairing, the, the one true pairing. OTP. Funny, OTP. funny part about this. Coming. Funny part about this was uh, Reese's Candy Company was established when the guy who he originally Reese's worked for Hershey, uh, and then Hershey didn't want to make the. Uh, I, guess, I think they didn't want to make his candy bar, the Reese's and uh, the, the the Hershey and the chocolate. Uh, so he spun off with his own company and made the Reese's, uh, and then obviously Hershey ended up buying his company yeah, uh, later on. But yeah, so it, they were at big competitors because he left and started his own chocolate company. So it was a big com- competition in the beginning. Um, but um, yeah, so uh, anyways, but yeah, great candy. Uh, Mike, what could possibly be your number one? Butterfinger. Oh shit, I almost dropped my phone. Yeah. Butterfingers. Ooh, Butterfingers. No, I don't like, I don't like Butterfingers. I love I like Butterfingers. Them. To me, like they, that's like, I know it's a more severe taste and that's why I don't Here's really the problem have with Butterfingers. outside of Halloween. Let my, me, talk, like, let my talk is number one. I like the crunch of it. I like the butter, the peanut butter flavor and stuff. And uh, it's just, to me, it's just, it's real sweet too. <laughs> a little bit. Super sweet. Yeah. But like, that's what I was looking for, like at that time. And that's what I want for Halloween. Like that's it. And again, the packaging is sort of Halloween. Yeah, yeah, sure. no, you're, you're right. You're right. Uh, that's my- another thing where the packaging has been awesome. And I will say real quick. So I liked Butterfingers a lot when I was a kid. Um, I, I don't like it too much as an adult now. Um, but again, this is the marketing fucking working. But uh, when I was a kid, Simpsons, uh, Mark yeah. Simpson Bart- marketed the butterfinger. Yeah. Get your hand, like get your fingers off my butterfinger. No, no better. Like, Nobody 100% better. worked on me. As my butterfinger. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like that 100 worked on me. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna be like Bart Rebel, blah blah blah. Butterfinger. No, but, yeah. Yeah, but for me, that was the prized uh, candy for Halloween, just because it, it has that little extra for me. It's one of those weird. For me, like it had like a it definitely texture wise. I That's the problem. My problem with that candy is you take the first bite, it's fine. You take the second bite, it's in your fucking teeth. <laughs> yeah, I mean it can do that, but so does most candy. <laughs> No, that's what I like about these other ones, like Hershey's, the 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 not the Snickers, the Twix, uh, the Reese's. I mean, they're all you bite into them, and 
they don't you know, they're not stuck to the top of your teeth no the bottom of your teeth so it's like, well, like for, peanut- for me the butterfinger the 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 orange inside gets like stuck like, yeah, right, 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 yeah. There, yeah, right underneath yeah. or on the yeah. on the top, yeah. whatever you want to call it. It's and you have to do that, and you're doing <laughs> that with your teeth the whole time. Yeah. Like, Sometimes it's like not that bad though, but like yeah, that the texture for me, I can't yeah. do Butterfinger. All right, Corey, what was your number one? <laughs> My number one is Twix. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. You guys talked about a bunch already. Um, yeah, that made, a, that a, made a try. That made us all. Yeah. Go on. And, yeah, uh, it's, it's funny. My number one Halloween candy, but I'd say. Snickers is like my number one overall like candy bar. Cause like I said, I, I I buy that outside of Halloween. But when Halloween comes around, like you're saying, the fun size like Twix is just like a perfect ratio of everything. Just unwrap that, throw it in my mouth, and like have a great time. <laughs> have a good time. Just throw it in my mouth. Have a great time. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's yeah, it's a bunch awesome. of great flavors all right there. Wow. Good I'm actually cookie, thinking... good caramel, good nougat, good chocolate. Great. Yeah, great combination. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Uh, I think those are only five or four or five. Uh, that's four. a four. That's a four. So four that's four. number one. Twix is number one for us. It has to be. It made all of our lists, right? Uh, <laughs> well, wait, if we're doing points. If we're doing heavyweighted points. Number two, like Snickers was number two for three of us. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, Snickers would be I number think, one. I think Reese. Wait, did Reese's make either of your lists? Nope. No. That's the problem. So, like, our Reese's can't really be one or two. It has to be. I. We could argue three, I think. Okay, we can argue three. It's going to be three if it's both your number ones. So would we do Twix in two? Because all four of us had the Twix? Yeah. I think Snickers is number one, then, definitely. Kit Kat's going to probably chart, too. Yeah, well, Kit Kat's and Reese's are the argument here for three and four. Oh, because there's three Kit Kat's? Yeah. But but there are two Reese's at number one. Okay. Did Alexa just talk to you? I'm scared, guys. I have no idea what just triggered that. Did she just just order you candy? I don't know. (laughs) Candy yeah, corn on the way. Have look now. All right, so okay, so uh, Reese's at three, Kit Kat at four. What's five? Uh, we had. Uh, let's see. We had uh, Butterfinger. Butterfinger was Mike's number one. Mike's number one is Butterfinger. By default, yeah. that usually makes the list. Then he didn't chart at all for anyone. I, um, I gotta go real quick, guys. So. That's fine. Well, we're wrapping it up, so Corey, we'll like see you in a little bit. So, uh, all right. So this uh, here's our top five then. So number five, Butterfingers. Number four, Kit Kats. Number three, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Two, Twix. And number one is Snickers bars. So there's your definitive I, I top five be, list. I would be very happy with all that in my Halloween bag. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> Halloween bag, actually. I it can't is. even argue that. Yeah. So, all right. I think that's going to wrap up 418 of the uh, the Gamecast. Thanks for tuning in. Write us, podcast at allgeek.net. Follow us on Twitter, allgeek. Like us on Facebook. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe. Thank you.